Are you ready to talk Padres baseball? We've got you covered. After a big win last night, our host Mike Janella feels like even he could have scored a run during that game despite his not-so-massive amount of experience on the diamond. Uh, I have very little, a.k.a. no Major League experience. Alongside Mike, it's Randy Jones, who does have plenty of experience out on the diamond, enough to classify the game today. This is nice baseball. Let's not hurt anybody. Be nice. Don't Let's be nice. Be gentle, Randy. I mean, I'm not going to throw one inside. It, you know, it might scare you. I'm going to throw everything away. And rounding out the crew, it's Brady Phelps, here to talk some baseball and entertain the giggle monster. I love it when I say things, by the way. They get blooper, like, Blooper starts right. laughing, and right. he can't stop laughing. And then we try to, like, have more talk, and he just, like, giggle monster over right. there. Because he's the only one that, yeah. <laughs> now, coming to you from the AMR studio inside the Western Metal Supply Company building, it's Padre Social Hour. With your hosts, Mike Janella, Randy Jones, and Brady Phelps. Happy Thursday, good afternoon, and welcome to Padres Social Hour. We are here at Petco Park. We are here on a beautiful afternoon in San Diego, and we do have Brady. The Giggle Monster. We do have Randy, and we have the Giggle Monster blooper, of course. <laughs> I love that. I like it. We I got, can't believe that I used the term Giggle Monster, and I wasn't like speaking to my four-year-old son. You know, I was blooper is very similar to a four-year-old <laughs> son, so I, I can't blame you for no, going I, down that path. I, I, you mean, didn't I, know what I, a Sunday. I've, I've already heard things this week, you know, from this show that absolutely shocked me. <laughs> you like somebody didn't know that, I you know Sunday wasn't spelled with a Y. That was the bit. That was the highlight from yesterday. Was Blooper not knowing you spell an ice cream Sunday differently than the day of the week Sunday? And what's funny? He thought you misspelled it. That's what's even funny. Right. He thought I was wrong. I was so right that he had no idea what was going on. But we learned that yesterday. You've been to an order an ice cream and it's right there. You don't have to spell it for them. You just point and say what you want. You don't have to spell it out. (laughs) I'm not saying you have to spell it, but if you have, if you're reading the menu, yeah. If you've ever read a book in the history of your life. Just, a book about ch- ice cream Sundays? A book about Sunday, life, and, and it wasn't spelled with a Y. I mean, didn't you see that? Well, now he knows. Finally, it, it took a trip all the way up to Anaheim to all get right, him right. on track, but now he finally knows. <laughs> uh, welcome. It's a six ten start today. First pitch between the Padres and the Mariners. Last time they'll play for the season. We got a lot of fun today on the way. Now. It's two very different guys here on the couch because, Brady, uh, you, you and I usually discuss what we're going to talk about on the show later. I give you an idea so you can think of some stuff ahead of time. Randy likes coming in cold. Oh, yeah. He's like, Mike, anything you send me, it's going right in the trash in yeah, the email I'm not, bin. I'm not reading it. I'm not so, it so, so Brady already knows some of the stuff that I'm planning on bringing up, but it's, it's Italian Heritage Night, and we were having some fun on Twitter with that earlier. You were having yeah, some fun whoa, on Twitter whoa. earlier. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people were having fun. That's the, that's the only it's, tweets I saw, man. It's the dog days of summer here at Petco Park tonight, yes. so we're going to talk a little bit about that. We're going to talk some, uh, some NBA, Major League Baseball crossover, because the finals are tonight. So we've got NBA, a lot of that going uh, on. basketball, NBA, Great. Randy. It's, Ball's too big. <laughs> it's a much bigger ball that you put through a hoop, yeah. Right. Um, we're going to get to all that and let us know what you think on any of the topics we touch upon this evening. Make sure to use hashtag PadresSH or to get on the live chat happening real topics, at Padres.com slash social We're going to break this baseball game down. Well, yeah. well, well, well let's have fun. Let's talk baseball. Italian let's talk fun, too. Yeah. Just wait, RJ. You're going to enjoy dogs. it. If you, if, you get, <laughs> if you leave here unhappy, your money back. 
Really? Yeah, how about that? We'll talk about that. Uh, you're lucky I'm not going into what national days it is night. or you anything. You give me an extra social hour, right? There you go, oh, yeah. Oh, guy. <laughs> Get one back, yeah. Uh, let's talk about the game last night, and before we uh, break it down too much in effect, a couple of highlight performances we definitely want to shine a little spotlight on. I mean, some guys really waking up yesterday, as you tend to do when you score 14 runs. Uh, John Jay, four for six. Will Myers, three hits and a homer. But the guy that bat that everyone was talking about, he was our hero of the game last night. It's Alexei Ramirez. Finally, that power stroke coming did along. Did anybody pick him? Yesterday, no. Blooper did pick Will Myers in our head-to-head challenge. We'll have today's pick later. So he did get that, at least, on board. But Alexei Ramirez, finally, uh, three home runs the last week. It was a week ago today on this show. I named him my second most disappointing Padre of the season. After the goose egg. On After the, yeah. He must and have got the memo. Yeah, uh-huh. since then, he's batting 380, three home runs. He must be listening. Yeah. Yeah, so never Alexa. heard anyone as delusional as you are right, right. now. Right. <laughs> no, but it's been Very great, and, and he was obviously someone that finally is starting to click together, and Andy Green actually, after the game yesterday, said, uh, yeah, he's doing this now because we had a little bit of a change on what he's been doing at the plate. Let's take a listen to what Andy Green had to say. Well, we, we kind of had a conversation with him. He's, he's always been a guy that's been kind of a head-out hitter who's hit it to the pull side predominantly throughout his career, and you know, as we looked and watched the the first part of the season, he was working hard to stay inside the baseball, use the whole field, and there was some encouragement given in the kind of last week and a half. Man, go, be who you are. You've always been a guy who's gotten the head out. You've always been very aggressive. Uh, and uh, he's kind of gotten back to that, and uh, I think you've seen the power surge as a result. I'd say he's getting the head out. Yeah, that swing, Definitely. man. It looks so pretty when he was connecting on it's those. nice. Like, yeah. Turning on that inside. It's so funny, though. You always hear, or usually you hear the coaches say, no, go the other way more. Go up the middle more. This is someone telling him, no, pull. Yeah. Get out well, in front of the ball. If you, you want him to go deep a few times, man. You can't be going to right center. I mean, you know, his style, he, he's got to get the head out and get, that, get the bat going. So, I mean, I love it. I like it. Yeah, well, I think it's that's just using logic from Andy Green's point of view. I mean, this is what he's done his entire career. Are you going to try to change him now? Like He's been a successful Major League ball player, so let's get him back to what made him successful in the first place. Makes sense to me. It's good to see. Yeah, once you get to this point in your career, if it ain't broke, you know, don't fix it. And he's a guy that, you know, that's been – he's been in the league, what, 11 years now, 10 years? And you don't stick around unless you kind of know what you're doing. So, yeah, let a guy swing away. Let him do what he wants to do. Um, so that was Alexei Ramirez. The final line for him last night, uh, got it here, it's, it's toughest box score. So many numbers with the game like yesterday, which is a, it's a good problem to have. Uh, he finishes three for five with three runs, five ribbies. The two home runs, he now has three on the year, and that made him our hero of the game. Hero of the game is brought to you by the Hero Program, a new way to upgrade your home to save energy and water. Visit HeroProgram.com to learn more. Now, tweeting at us right after the game uh, yesterday, uh, they kept faith after that 14-6 to win, and he tweeted, problem solved, exclamation point. So uh, what do you guys take from that game yesterday? Blip on the radar? We've seen these offensive outbursts every the once in a while. blip on the radar was that 1-7 road trip. I mean, that was the blip in the radar. I mean, the team. That uh, was the aberration. Yeah, obviously is this uh, team that scored 14 runs. That's, that's who we are now, right, Randy? We? Uh, who we are? I, that's what I'm assuming right now, yeah. gentlemen. Well, the narrative yesterday, the easy narrative, was after all the Ron Fowler comments that the team had a fire lit under them. They went out there. They scored the 14 runs. I think having a last-minute AAA call-up pitcher had something to do with that, too. <laughs> I, that, that helps you a little bit, but you still, you still got to score up on the baseball. I just love their approach. They stayed aggressive the whole game. And, and believe me, when that started, down 3-zip, 
I wasn't real optimistic, to be honest with you. Yeah, and they and batted yeah, it around? Yeah, they batted it around the first inning. Hello. Yeah, me either. I thought, I thought, great, here we go again. Yeah. And uh, that was what impressed me the most, was not scoring 14 runs, but coming back right away in that first inning right. and not letting that three well, spot stand. That's where King Felix to the DL really helped out <laughs> yeah, situation. Well, need, but also, you need some consistency, guys, and that's what we, that's what we really need. You know, you got, you got to get away from the one and sevens. If, you, if you're 500 on the road, you know, it's a completely different story. I was know. having a little fun playing with people on Twitter, you know, saying that this has nothing to do with this AAA pitcher, like this all credit to Ron Fowler and his comments. <laughs> and what? what? Hey, I like it. <laughs> I, you know? I do think that it's, uh, you know, there's, there's both ends of the spectrum. You don't want to take away from the hitters. Yeah, this guy's a AAA, but he did get to this point, and obviously he was a little nervous coming up, whatever. And so they got to him, but then they continued to score even when he was out of the game. And granted, they probably weren't putting in their best pitchers when they're down that much, but I did think that they had a great game. You know, a lot of guys put a lot of good at-bats together, regardless of who they're pitching against. And uh, and I think if if I come next time I'm on the show, if they've won every game since then, and you know we're looking at the last ten, they're nine and one. You know, then I do think like, all right, well maybe we do look back at Fowler's comments and think. Hey, maybe he did light a fire under them. Well, that's fine. Whatever, whatever it takes. Now, you were there on the field. Everyone yesterday was talking about in Bill Center, too, drawing a parallel to Ray Kroc in his famous uh, grab-the-mic speech. You were on the field that I day. Or you were in the bench. On the I bench. was on yeah. the bench when that happened. And uh, it, it didn't work out well for you guys. That was a season you ended up well, losing 100 games. Yeah, and you lost two, right? 9 yeah. of 12 after that famous speech. Uh, is, is that possible to get that kind of motivation from above? Well, you know, maybe, maybe at this standpoint, you know, like even, even Ray Kroc. I mean, some of the players were upset. I was sitting there going, you know, how can you get upset? He's right. Oh, so you didn't, you were cool with it? Yeah. Well, he was right. Yeah, I, mean, I know. Well, I mean, Fallon was right too, but that doesn't mean that it's necessarily. Hey, you know what? You know, I, I, McCovey had a problem with it, right? No, yeah. Were you Mac. and McCovey buddies? Yeah, I like Mac. But yeah. I mean, you know, like, you know, Bill Grice, Steve Arnold, a couple of starting pitchers, veteran guys. You know, I was 74. That's my first full year. McCovey was the player's rep, right? Yes. And, uh, but, you know, overall, there's some guys pretty upset. And I could look at him going, what are you all ticked off about? Well, and that's what a lot of the guys yesterday, when they were asked about no specific comments about the way it it happened. But you you heard Kemp and Upton and Shields and Andy Green and A.J. Preller saying, you know what, he's right. We want to win, too. We're upset, too. It's because, you know, the the owner has a passion, you know, and wants these guys to do well. And that doesn't bother me one bit. Yeah. And hopefully it will motivate a few guys. Maybe not everybody, but I mean some guys. Hey, but motivate some good. I love that. I liked that. Uh, I like the parallel between Croc and Fowler's comments because they both sort of alluded to, uh, you know, like I came into baseball to have some fun, you know, and they're like, losing is not fun. No, you know, especially like, the way they've been losing and how often they've been losing. Yeah, it's yeah. nobody likes that. Well, right. I mean, you know, really, if you look at it, honestly, the way you've been playing against the Giants, you're zero and nine. And this road trip, one and seven, you know, was a common. Other than that, that's a 500 ball club. Uh, right? <laughs> Easy to say. Other than that, other than, that. <laughs> other than know, me only being, you know, you know five eight, you I know, mean, and whatever, unathletic, I could be a major league player. You still got a chance to turn around against the Giants. I mean, Blooper, can you mark that? You know what? <laughs> what I really like though is you just sit like we always have trouble with the Giants, and then when we leave town, somebody's beating, you know, beating them. That just frustrates me. Yeah, no, they've had the Padres number for sure this year. Uh, I also want to give some credit to that guy that ran onto the field yesterday because it was bases loaded and he comes on and then Friedrich gets the outright afterward and I think that might turn the season around. 
<laughs> Whoever that dude was. I don't was. know you can, how you can drink that much that fast in a game. It's crazy, yeah. Also, I learned a streaker. Pre-game. Pre-game. I, I called him a streaker <laughs> online. Streaker evidently only qualifies when you're nude. He that, was fully clothed. Yeah. So I don't know what the, the word is. Intruder. We had a streaker in 74. That, that was they were, during was Fowler. Yeah, right that. when Fowler hit the mic. Or not Fowler. Right when um, Croc hit the mic. The fellow, he's like, get that guy, throw him in jail. You know, he well, said he'd already made a few comments, and then you know, Streaker had good timing. There he comes. I At that point, anything know. goes. I mean, uh, guys got on the PA. Yeah, you got I feel like that's where it got pretty bad. When the Streaker hit hit the field running, I go, uh oh. Yeah, you know. I can imagine. Yeah, no, you don't see that too much uh, anymore. What do you yeah. call a guy that just runs on the field? Intruder, maybe? I don't know. An, I mean, Interloper? Idiot? Idiot? That's a good one. Yeah, let's go with idiot. I like that a lot. Uh, we're going to come back here in a little bit and uh, talk about some uh, Italian Padres and some dog days of summer. Get into some of that fun stuff happening at the park tonight. And speaking of dog days of summer, tonight they're debuting out to the public the Barkyard. We talked about this yesterday. It is a, the new seat, seating area out in left field. You can enjoy America's favorite pastime with your pooch by your side in Not a new sad. backyard-inspired setting at Petco Park. The Barkyard, presented by Petco, features six semi-private, dog-friendly viewing areas in left center field. Each one accommodates up to four people and two dogs. Pricing starts at $100 for each viewing area. For more info and tickets, visit Padres.com slash Barkyard. It's going to be fun to check that, that out tonight. dog. <laughs> the bag is not, neither confirmed uh, nor denied. We don't know if that's true or not. Brady just spitting whenever he feels like. We're there. back with more Padres <laughs> Social Hour right after this. Before every game, get your Padres talk on with us. This is Padres Social Hour. We're back here in the AMR studio. Tonight it's Colin Ray back up from his stay in El Paso against Wade Miley. And wow, look at that uh, bow we're taking a look at making its way across. This is Bill Center's got to be here today. He oh, loves seeing the There's the a helicopter on the back. There's a helicopter on the back. Yeah, I think they're going That's, uh, that's Blooper's boat. It's on its way here to pick him up after the show. Right, Bloop? That I wish. Yeah, awesome. He wishes. Um, welcome on back. Gorgeous day today. I was getting worried here the last week or two. Just all the gloominess in the oh, overcast. Yeah. Oh, no. City don't worry, Mike. Finally. City Mike, yeah. good enough don't to you. Worry no, the reason I moved here was for the sunshine and the 78 every day. Finally, today we You're got You're going to get a little June gloom if you stay on the coast. But, you know, if you like warm weather, come out and visit me. <laughs> you going to cook me dinner? Oh, yeah. I'll I'm excited. Dinner at RJ's. barbecue, man. It's barbecue. Cook it. uh, yeah. Hey, that's fine. that's fine with me. You can, almost, um, you can almost cook it on the asphalt. You know. That's <laughs> how hot it gets. I like it. I like <laughs> it. Um, uh, quickly, to put a bow on last night's game. So afterward, this obviously we've been joking. Everyone jokes about the natural rivalry, the Vetter Cup, all that stuff between these two franchises. Right. As I'm leaving the stadium last night, this group of Padres fans, uh, they walk past these two people in Mariners jerseys. And the one guy yells, 14 to 6, which was the score last night. You know, some yeah. trash talk from the Padres. And then the Mariners guy comes back, 16 to 4, which was the score from the day before. Right. Then the Padres Very guy, clever trash he, talking. he yeah, rebuts, two World Series appearances. Because the Mariners had never been to the World Series. Yeah. And I thought that was very effective. That's it kind of shut him up. That was That's a knowledgeable good. fan. Yeah, least. and very quick-witted. So I, I thought, and obviously we joke about this, but... Why not, may, why not really go over the top with this quote-unquote natural rivalry and just turn it into something? Like, just, you know, ironically really go for it. I just, like, I think it is such a joke and a mockery of the game <laughs> that 
I don't know how you can actually turn it like. But if you're gonna live with it, like own it. Like Seattle's like a really nice city, and they really? have like a super like tame and mellow ball club. Like nobody like that's right. So they won't fight back. It's a perfect opportunity to really just. <laughs> oh, that's good. Now we know what kind of man you are. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. kick them when they're down. Pick the fights you can win. Yeah, only only pick fights you can win. I'm thinking next year for the games that are up there, just get a huge like Padres fan contingent road trip. Do what the Mets fans did here. Just totally own it. It'll totally take them by that, surprise. That would be a lot of shut that up. I just might now there for next go. season. It would be a lot of fun, but I think the underlying is always going to be like the Vetter Cup. Like, it's a joke, you know? Like, Eddie Vetter's got roots here. He's got roots in Seattle. Like, we're fighting over Eddie Vetter. And, and uh, I, I, I think I'd love, I'd love the idea of that, but it's I never going to be anything it. more than a joke, you yeah, know? I Let just, me know who's coming with me to Seattle oh next year. Gosh. Hashtag Padres. You're going to be the first guy to get your butt kicked when you go up to Seattle, by the way. I swear They're man. very nice people, like you said. I think I could handle yeah. myself. I don't know. We'll find I think out. You, you might be able to bring it out. I'll tell you what, if I see somebody dragging you in an alley, you're on your own. <laughs> uh, man, I thought of all people. I know Center would not have my back, and Scanlon's on the fence. I thought I could count no, on you. you're going to be that stupid to go up there. So that was the fun last night. Tonight, now here as they go for uh, the split of the Vetter Cup uh, for this season. Uh, a couple things going on at Petco Park, including Italian Heritage Night. And I tweeted this out mm, earlier. Yes. We had so much fun with French Heritage Night you a few weeks so ago. You had so much fun. What, what uh, is this Wii stuff? I think that you're you me in the Twitterverse. No, it's, it's the Royal Wii, but you're, then everyone joining in online was so much fun. Go ahead. Say what you want to say. I dare you. You're making fun of Italian names, Portuguese names, whatever That's names it was. not making you're, fun. It's you're being mocking clever. them, and you're, you're, no. you're, you're, you're taking down well, an entire culture no, of people. There's no, there's no, and I'm deeply not, offended by the way I that, think we ought to put a couple of his tweets up. Maybe you Yeah, let's do it. And you're going to see all the fun fans that have joined in because they yeah, have joined. I, it's I not tried to throw in a couple for you to appease you. You did, yeah. So no. I threw out. It was basically, it was make a Padre Italian. So, for instance, I said, Make you know, yeah, Randy that, Jones. See, you're taking it a place that I never intend to take it. That's oh. the issue. Well, you well, can't, so, you can't instead of like, like Guglielmo Marconi, famous radio inventor, how about Guglielmo Marconi, who was a former Padres pitcher? Instead of Don Orsillo, Donatello Orsillo. That's his Fun real name, isn't like it? That. No, his real name is Donald. His father and his grandfather are Donatangelo. Oh, Donatangelo. I confirmed with him today. Right. They changed it for him. So, for instance, those are the examples I prefer I Donatangelo. So, I like oh, that's a great one, yeah. So Brady, of course, uh, right. is the first one to tweet at me. Rocky Balboa Gale. Rocky Gale, a minor league catcher. Hashtag, am I doing this right, clown? <laughs> thanks, for the, <laughs> thanks for really having I my back. Oh, right. man, I love God. laughing at my own jokes. But <laughs> some, some other fans actually took this seriously and had a good time with it. Uh, the Thin Gwyn, Fred Linguini. That's, That's a good one. That is actually uh, pretty clever. David, yeah. uh, Matt Kempadrino, which is the godfather in Italian. Padrino. That's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Uh, ben Higgins, who loves these things. He uh, does. Luis Perduomo. That's pretty good. Oh. I mean, some of these are clever. Oh, yeah. I like it. That See, these are fun. These are clever. Maybe that's the problem. But I'm just not smart enough. That's the problem. Whenever I go creative, since Brady yeah. does not occupy the same brain space that I do, he gets, oh he gets defensive. I can't so tell you how fast I can outwit you. Yeah, you, guys, you guys need to get a life. <laughs> Those do, you, of you. <laughs> do you know how to spell ice cream sundae? Yes, I do, because I'm older than two. <laughs> That's beautiful. If you have some, uh, make sure to send them our way. Hashtag PadresSH or hashtag MakeUpPadreItalian, and some of the good ones we'll try and get on the show uh, by the end of it. Uh, also tonight, it is the uh, dog days of summer. We talked about the barkyard. Yes. Folks are bringing their dogs out tonight. There's going to be a doggy parade uh, before the game here on the warning doggy track. Doggy parade. Yeah, where's RJ? He came I'm sorry, early. man. No, it wasn't going to work tonight. Not so, going to happen? It's too bad. I've been Fair looking enough. forward to meeting RJ. You haven't met him yet, have you? No, oh, I haven't. You will. It was my first time. Great dog. 
Good yeah, boy. I've heard, Good heard great stories. Very too. well behaved. Compared to some of the people we have around here yeah. normally, RJ was, was top notch. <laughs> um, so it got me thinking, and I was watching this movie the other day where uh, the punishment for something is you get turned into an animal at the end, but uh-huh. of your choice. So I thought it just made me think, if you could be any animal, what would you be? Oh, I want to be one of my bird dogs. Yeah? Oh, yeah. They, got they lived a life. They lived a life. life. <laughs> hey, if you could point and retrieve birds... You're royalty at my house. Good in RJ's book, yeah. Oh, yeah. RJ's got it dialed in. I like it. I like it. I feel like I would really want to be alpha whatever. Like, if I'm land, I would want to be maybe like the alpha gorilla, although after what went down with Harumbe, that, I mean, just stay away from children. Sure. Uh, But a shark, a great white shark. That's good. Apex predator. Yeah, I mean, I've been around for, you know, since the dinosaurs, you know, and they're not around and I still am, so. It's true. You survived all this time. Wow. Uh, I'd probably be a thoroughbred racehorse. Yeah, I would Three words, out to stud. Yeah. Living that life. (laughs) Really? You'd also maybe, yeah. I don't want to make any (laughs) bad jokes. You know, euthanized too. Yeah, Randy would put me out to (laughs) the glue factory. I was just going to say, I'm I'm staying away from that and the glue (laughs) jokes. I'm just saying, you might be, also don't break an ankle. You know. Yeah, don't, yeah gotta be careful. don't ever come to the ocean for a drink because I will. Uh, when have you out. ever seen a horse just walk up to the ocean? That's so bad. <laughs> I don't know. You can lead a you can lead a host to a joke, but you can't make him joke. <laughs> you are witty. Look at that. Uh, I like that a lot. Blooper, you got. Uh, would you just be Mookie, your dog? I'd be a Puggle, the best be breed of pug- dog of all time. <laughs> puggle, clown. Best that dog uh, doesn't surprise me at all. Um, all right, so uh, let us know uh, what animal would you be if you'd like, or uh, any of those or uh, things we'll talk about. Or just don't bother, and we'll move yeah. on to something else. Yeah, or just never mind, too, and we'll yeah. talk to you later. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in the meantime, Party in the Park, presented by Southwest Airlines and supported by Las Vegas, returns this Friday, that's tomorrow, with a beach-themed party. Take advantage of the $5 happy hour specials and kick off the weekend right. Stay for the action as the Padres take on the Rockies, game one of that series at 740. Get tickets today at Padres.com slash party. When we come back, we're going to ask Brady and Randy to try and find the next big loophole in the game of baseball. You don't want to miss it. This is Padres Social Hour. You want to talk Padres? Lucky for you, we're doing exactly that. This is Padres Social Hour from the AMR studio inside Petco Park. Game two of an eight-game homestand for the Padres. They wrap up against the Mariners. Then the Rockies come to town and the Braves after that. Trying to capitalize on that 14-6 to win from last night and get, keep things rolling, the Padres are. Uh, a couple tweets coming in at hashtag PadresSH. Uh, Caesar at, at Word of Torres was going to head into Petco Park for Padres Social Hour, but he saw Lob Shots, who is Brady. No way both of our egos fit in that <laughs> store. That's pretty funny. Probably yeah, right. Uh, uh, I was saying earlier, we should get a, a road trip up to Seattle next year to try and really take this rivalry over the top. And uh, Padres fans 19 says, I'm down to go to Seattle. All right, so I have my one travel companion now. Nice. There you and, go. And that's all you need for a bandwagon is two people. Am I invited? Yeah. We're going to block out two To be rooms? determined. We'll You're see gonna how wear the rest of this season goes. Padres gear or Mets gear? <laughs> Padres gear. Okay. Beat Seattle. Low blow to uh, bloopers uh, childhood. Cruel. All right, we're not going to put the two of you on. I'm going to ask you the same question, Randy. Padres gear or Mets gear? Well, come on. Okay. You already know the end. <laughs> <laughs> We've gone over some of his Mets days. Those stats yeah, do not hold up we uh, too well with time. Thank you, um, sir. I'm going to put you guys now on the Cholula hot seat. How's that sound? We're going to talk about. Bring it on. Uh, good. Bring that's, it on. That's the attitude the I like. It's feeling a little bit hot. Uh, exactly. So I don't now, know what that means. already this season, uh, we've talked a lot about. <laughs> Talk a lot about shifts on defense. And what? That's ca- yeah, shifting. Oh, shifts. De- shifts Got on it. defense. And how that's kind of the new way that teams are trying to exploit an advantage and a strategy. And every team, whether it was the money ball A's 
or now the Orioles maybe trying to stock up in the other direction. Everyone's looking for that advantage that no one's been able to exploit yet. And Madison Bumgarner today, who the Padres fans unfortunately know pretty well, hit another home run for the Giants. And then I saw this stat afterwards. In his last 190 plate appearances, he has 11 home runs. In wow. their last 190 plate appearances, Mike Trout and Bryce Harper also each have 11 home runs. So basically, this pitcher is slugging him out at the same rate as two of the best players in the game. Mad bomb. Crazy, he's, he's right? He's getting better pitches. Talk to me about that. I mean, I know that I have a lot of input in this, and you know, the former Major League Cy Young winner maybe wouldn't know as much. But I want to, I want to, I want to know. So, as as a pitcher's perspective, when the other pitcher is up, you're thinking, let's just get this guy out and maybe groove a couple, not to get him to hit, but just because you know he's going to fail. Yeah, but you know, prototypically, you know, like you're getting a lot of fastballs. Obviously, I don't think he's hitting sliders on the outside corner. You right. know, out. Yeah. He, you know, but there's he's not you, pulling you those. Pitcher, <laughs> you know, you blow a couple of fastballs by him, and he's turning on him. Right, yeah. and that's, I mean, and every once in a while, obviously, you get caught. Yeah. Like Shields well, did like with Well, in, in my day, it was, it was the Dodgers. Rick Roden, starting pitcher for the Dodgers. Yeah. He could swing the Batman, you know, and got my attention, you know. And, and he, and did he, you he, ever give up any home runs to pitchers? No. I'm going to look we that can up. Fact, we can fact yeah, check that here in a second. I don't remember giving up any. I know Very you didn't convenient hit any home runs. No, I didn't hit any either. Did you ever go yard in BP, though? Like, would you ever take him out in batting practice? No. Really? You're so strong. <laughs> Sorry, man. Let's <laughs> not, not get emotional. I got my bunch down, made sure I got all my bunch done. I didn't worry about hitting the ball out during BP. Huh. Real. That surprises me. Why? Because you're... Because you're so strong. He's so strong. I, mean, I don't know. You just want me to keep telling you how strong you are? No. You're strong. I mean, you know, but overall, <laughs> sooner or later, pictures. though, the scouting report goes out, and Bob Gardner's going to see a lot more breaking Well, balls. here's my question then, because, you know, market inefficiency. You want to zig when everyone else zags. And pitchers may not be long for hitting if the DH comes to the NL eventually, which it might. It better not. But if you're looking for an advantage as an organization, wouldn't you want to put more into your pitchers learning to hit a little bit better? Because that's an extra lineup spot. When the Dodgers were here in town last and Kershaw came up to bat as a pinch hitter in that extra inning game, and everyone's like, well, is he going to bunt? Is he going to swing? That's an extra element that just the guy going up there is an automatic out you don't have. Is that something organizations should maybe start I, putting some resources I, toward? I, well, number one, the top priority of, of a starting pitcher is, is number one is, you know, it's got to be 98% what you're going to do on the mound. Not arguing that. You know, the other, other 2%, if you want to give it 5%, that's fine too. Some guys are just natural. They, they, they can make that transition mentally from the mound, you know, to home plate and hit, you know. But on the, on the most side, you're going to spend – pitchers give in 80% of his time, you know, working on his craft, pitching. You know, yeah, they, they take BP every day. They're going yeah, but I don't, I don't necessarily – you know, here I am again. I, every time I start getting ready to argue <laughs> with you, I'm like – You remember who I'm you're like, talking to. Why am I even arguing yeah, with you? Yeah, because you haven't been there. I know. know. I, I get that. And I – but from my – I'll give you the, the clap. Willie McCovey, I, I laid down my bunch one day. I was starting that day. And McCovey, I, I laid down six bunts. I took one swing. He comes walking around the edge of the cage, you know. And here's this guy, six, seven. And he goes – looks at me and goes, Jonesy – he goes, you pitch, we'll do the hitting. And I just walked out of the petty cage and went and sat down. I'm Doesn't coach, sound I'm like you guys were good friends. I'm, coach, I'm coach, <laughs> Contrary to what you know. he yeah. told us and earlier. You're absolutely right. You know, I know I spend 90% of my time working on my craft. So here's but my, the game my is so different mind, now you know. today. Go ahead. I just, I want to, I'll preface, I'm stupid and small-minded, so, but you can't throw the ball all the time. I know you work on your craft, but, like, there's only so much working that you can do on your craft without throwing your arm out. So during that time, 
why can't you get out there and, like, and take some hacks? I mean, I understand like, your answer doesn't surprise me because, you know, like you said, you weren't even taking hacks to, for the fences in batting practice. So I can understand how you obviously didn't care that much about your hitting game. But I love the idea of having that extra, like, that trump card of, I think of uh, Rick Gankiel, who was both a pitcher and a right, batter. Yeah, I think it's a little, little secret Michael weapon Owings, you have there yeah, in the back pocket. Go on, look, give me a couple hundred of them. Well, that's, that's the problem. We're trying to get to those couple hundred. Yeah, Bartolo Colon is getting gonna, there. It's uh, not going to happen. Yeah, Bartolo. So, yeah. <laughs> nice I mean, he, he run into one every <laughs> there. It's like funny. I don't remember Bartolo being a part of the conversation <laughs> yeah. in pre-show. But you had certain guys. You know that certain, certain guys pitchers can hit. They're, they're, you know, they're a tough out of the plate. And you know who they are. You know, and you've got to be a little more careful with them. I'm yeah, surprised why not that Baumgartner's that got that more. many fastballs, number yeah. one. I'm surprised. Well, I'm, I'm just – I'm trying to, you know – I'm trying to play along with our host and his desire to try to find a loophole with pitchers cranking it, no, and you're having none of it. I'm like having none of it. It's, you if know. you're looking for a way to win when other teams aren't doing something, why not take a chance on maybe developing some better Well, you learn pitchers. how to lay down a bunt. Get somebody, you know. How about that? Well, that's it's been around for pitch. years and yeah, years. Yeah, they can't do it. You know all. what? I've never actually – I, I haven't ever – How many sacrificed bunts have we got down as pitchers? Well, that's – yeah. I've never whole dug into the story behind why. Like, why aren't pitchers given a little more time? Because I understand, you know, working our craft. Well, but somebody's got to shag for the hitters. What do you want <laughs> us to go hit the game? That's what I'll down. go shag for the hitters. Oh, I'll go yeah. shag. I'll go shag for the hitters. You can get a hundred yeah. of me's to and go out there. And you won't hit a lick either. Then. That's, so well, that's be true. Worthless. I'm not taking BP. I'm going to shag. Lord. But the point is, I, I mean, did, were there injuries that happened like pitchers that could no longer pitch because they swung out of their shoes too often? Like, what was it? At the beginning of baseball, when they realized, hey, we're just going to throw in the towel on pitchers, they're never going to hit well. Well, you know, all, Look at all, Babe, Babe Ruth, one of the originals, did both hey, very all, well. All, all of the starting pitchers or pitchers, you know, you know, came up through the ranks, you know, as a kid. You know, yeah, you know, they were the, the best ball, hitters. And you also. played center field when you weren't pitching, and yeah. you got in, you could swing the bat. Yeah, it's not these and guys that are picked you up get, a bat. You get to college, or you know, or, or like today, you could be a high school kid. And you, you go right you go right into the minor leagues, and there's a DH. You're not going to see a bat anyway, unless you're in the National League. You know, but overall, and you, but you start specializing. The older I got, the more specialized I got. The more I worked on, on my craft, and, and I needed to. I mean, you, you got, you know, it, hey, pitching's hard. We've all figured that yeah. out. You know, when we watch these guys, it's not easy. Yeah. I agree. And that, that that's the older why you, you that's get, why the you more special so you get. And then when I, when I locked in <laughs> mentally, the only thing I, I, I laid my bunch down, I'd move runners. And, and I took pride in that. You know, hey, and if a guy wants to get stupid and gives me a fastball, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll take a full turn on it. But you were just drop the bun, get back to my pitching mindset. That's right. Cause most time I, I kind of never left the mound. General I, I managers of Major League Baseball, this is my free advice to you. Oh Start boy. developing some hitting pitchers. Yeah, yeah. All of you that all are watching. Yeah, all of you that are watching. I'm sure we have all 30. Mike will never be a general in. manager. <laughs> That's why I'm here. Not getting yeah, much farther than this. never going on show That's why he's doing social hour, ladies that and gentlemen. That was the Tallulah hot seat. <laughs> Uncapped real flavor with Tallulah hot sauce. The hot sauce with the iconic wooden calf and the official hot sauce of the San Diego Padres. We're going to come back and talk a little basketball and baseball together. Two sports joining basketball? as one. Ooh, Ooh. that hasn't Ooh. been done before. Uh, <laughs> Don't go far. This is Padres social hour. From analysis of what's happening on the field with your Padres to insights on everything MLB, we've got it right here. This is Padres Social Hour. Welcome back here inside the AMR studio. Brady Phelps is here. Randy Jones is here. And my name is Mike Janella. We're taking you up to that first pitch today, a little more than an hour away between the Padres and the Mariners. Uh, but also tonight, later on, the NBA Finals kickoff, Game 1. You a basketball guy at all, Randy? I know no. you No. So don't pay attention whatsoever. Not too much, no. All right. 
Then we'll quickly move through this segment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, every Thursday here we do something called the Thursday Three, and the topics range all over the place. Yeah. And I pick uh, three things and I ask for your feedback on Twitter throughout the day. Today was three NBA players right now. Current. Current players that yeah. would make for the best baseball players, just yeah. based on their tools potentially. Uh, Brady, any, any thoughts to this? Yeah, I do. First, before we get into it, I wanna, do, you, do you know who is in the finals? No. Awesome. Can't even name the two teams that are playing tonight. It's the Golden it's State Warriors, the defending champs, and I know the Cleveland you don't Cavaliers care. I love in a rematch. I can't about hit a slider. I don't care about it. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, I, so the way my logic behind this was when, I'm, when you said, hey, what, who, the three, who do you, the three best NBA players you think would be best in Major League Baseball? Obviously not Michael Jordan. That didn't work out so hot for him. <laughs> but I, I look at the, who are the three best athletes, and I think the three best athletes in the National Basketball Association right now are LeBron James, obvious choice, Look um, at Blooper with Michael Jordan minor league wow, footage on command. Very good, wow, Blooper. We're proud well of you. Done. See, look at Maybe that. Maybe you will get Ground on that trip ball. to Seattle next year on the um, <laughs> So, and then Russell Westbrook is the second. So yeah. LeBron, Westbrook, and Blake Griffin. I think those three dudes are just physical freaks, and they rely more on their um, just raw physical talent um, in, in basketball than a lot of other guys do that have maybe some better skill sets. And, uh, and I think that would translate well just to any sport, really. So that's kind of the way I just thought. Who I think are the three best athletes that can, you know, just explosive and can, you know, are obviously smart enough to learn a craft. See, I thought, and uh, we had a tweet come in from uh, uh, Coach T77 here saying that he'd pick none. If Jordan couldn't cut it, nobody can. See, Jordan, I, I think it's different because Jordan, I mean, for various reasons, I think had a lot going against him. The time he decided to do it. Right. And he still did well. He hit above 200. <laughs> That's not I mean, well. For someone who just picked You're up above the, sport, the Mendoza line, wow. For someone I mean, who literally just took it up after right, but 10 I don't, years of I don't ever remember people making the argument like Michael Jordan. Yeah, best basketball player to, of his time or to ever live. A lot of people can make both arguments. So I never like not the best athlete on the floor at all times. Like I don't ever remember that being. Yeah, the case. that's fair. Certainly very athletic, but I can't, don't think you can say the same for LeBron, Blake, Westbrook. Those guys well, are freaks. Yeah, definitely good athletes. You I, know, to play that game in the rigors, you know, now greatest shape you got to be to go yeah. up and down the court. But, yeah, they're in great shape. I stayed away from the LeBrons because, Randy, imagine a 6'8 guy coming into the box, the strike zone. How oh, big would your eyes light up? I'd wear him out. Right. You know, 6'8". And then imagine guy. if he connected and how far it would go. <laughs> yeah. Well, well yeah, that's the you, risk you run. One, uh, out of, one out of ten. <laughs> that's why I stuck more toward the, the guards. Uh, Steph Curry would be my number three. Get I think him at shortstop, that, that lift body, the hand-eye coordination, I think he could pick up hitting pretty well too. Uh, Kevin Love as a pitcher. 6'10", he threw 90 in high school Oh, as I a like how because of height, you immediately eliminated all the guys I chose, but then you turn around and be like, oh, because Kevin Love is so tall, he could pitch like Randy Johnson. You know? Right, yeah. Well, as a pitcher, gotta, yes. As I a hitter, all, I think all those you know big good. guys have a chance on the mound on the hump. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking more of like at the plate. Right. You know, they see that first curveball, they're going to bail. Yeah. They're gone. Yao Ming. Foot in the bucket. Yeah, 7-6. Right <laughs> and number one, Russell Westbrook. I'm with you. Oh, okay. uh, well, at least stick we him in center field, and he's catching, I think, everything. everything. You yeah, he's there, yeah. quick, um, fast, can turn on the time. It's very impressive. 100%. But I, uh, I, I'm, I'm actually, honorable mention, Della Badova. So scrappy. He can play any position. <laughs> we'll see. He would be your favorite player. Uh, Blooper looks like he has something to say. The greatest basketball player of all time, oh, Patrick boy. Ewing. Oh, and of course he has uh, a this Patrick Ewing. Shocker that you would know that he had one time John the Mets uniform. <laughs> the greatest yeah. basketball player in history. That uh, that is certainly up for debate, and I think Blooper will no, lose that debate every single time. There have been 12 guys uh, in history that have played in both the Major League Baseball and the NBA 
or its predecessor league. So it's been done before, but you know, not in, in a long Any time. Any names anyone would recognize? Uh, Dave DeBusher, Danny Ainge. That's pretty much it. Well, Danny Ainge, yeah. Yeah, everybody else was, uh, was pretty far uh, back in the past or people you might not remember anymore. I also wanted to talk about, and then we'll wrap things up on the NBA here and get back to the Padres for tonight. But this is kind of San Diego related. So I saw a stat. So it's Cleveland. They're in the finals tonight. Yeah. And uh, I saw the stat of the most major sports seasons completed uh, in the city since their last championship. I know where this is going. Cleveland has the most. 146 seasons have been played among their big four teams without a title. San Diego is second, 109. Buffalo is third, 103. Uh, and what stands out to me is that two of these three have a direct correlation to Blooper here, <laughs> who San lived Diego in Buffalo, Buffalo for eight years and has lived in San Diego for three. So I think whatever stench is following you around the coast, uh, Bloop, you've got to take care of that. Are you saying he handles failure well? Is that what you're trying to tell me? I'm his just saying failure follows him. His next job is in Cleveland. <laughs> Buffalo hasn't won anything since I left. So Right. So the, last, so the last title, Buffalo 1965, the Bills won the AFL. For Cleveland 1964, the Browns won. For San Diego, they actually predate. They go back to 63 with the Chargers in an AFL title. Yeah. They just have two pro teams. Cleveland has three. Um, a lot of people always lump in these cities, Cleveland, Buffalo, and me having grown up in the Northeast, I've seen this sort of prejudice happen where people think San Diegans don't get that upset because of title drafts. Oh, you guys can go live in the perfect weather, go to the beach. Why do you care? Same thing for Miami, other cities like that. But that's the farthest thing from the truth, I would imagine. Brady, you would you imagine. Are you yeah. looking for some affirmation for yeah, me? Yeah. I like to be like, no, no, I think that's awesome. I love losing, and I want to continue to be the level of losers. It's part of our culture here is just losing and being awesome at the beach and terrible at sports. You're going to hear that quote again now. I think that that's great. That is the best you're open we're ever going to have. <laughs> now you're going to hear that on one of the opens. I think that my tone probably suggests the uh, idiocy involved with the words that were coming out of my mouth. But, yeah, nobody wants to be the lovable losers. Like, I, I – I, Obviously want to win. And by the way, we did have the, the Clippers and the Rockets. And right, and right, right. Teams that over that span. So we mm. weren't always just two right. pro teams. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's terrible. And I don't – it's like I – Do you I empathize think, or I, commiserate at all with, like, a Cleveland? Are you pulling for the Cavs, for example, in this finals? Well, that's the thing is it, you have to ask yourself what kind of San Diego fan are you? Are you the type of fan that would pull for Cleveland because you feel their pain and you want them to end the drought? Or are you cheering against them or, because right. you don't want to be number one on the list Ooh. of teams – that are now like we are the biggest loser city in America now when it comes to major sports. Like, is that what we want? That's not what I want. So either we need to win a title, like World Series this year, very likely, or we need to have Cleveland continue to lose for the rest of time. So you're pulling for the Warriors is what you're saying. Don't put words in my mouth. I'm just deducing, right, Randy? That's pretty yeah, much what I took from that. Pretty much what yeah. I'm hearing. Very interesting. All right, well, uh, we'll I'm see. I'm pulling for Cleveland. I want LeBron to win. All right, there you go. Steph so got you, the title you, last year. You put it out there. Bron could have it this year. They'll go back and what forth. What a step up. Yeah. The new, Thanks, the new magic God, and bird. Man. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right, so we'll see how that plays out over the course of the next three weeks, potentially. This series can go it's until ridiculous. June 18th if everything breaks cra that way. It's, it's crazy the rest breaks they're given. Um, new in 2016 here at Petco, fans can purchase 50-50 raffle tickets for a chance to win 50% of the raffle jackpot at each Padres home game. The remaining 50% will support the Padres Foundation. Tickets can be purchased at various locations throughout Petco Park. Tickets are 3 for $5, 10 for 10 or 40 for 20 Buy during your next trip to Petco Park for your chance to win big. When did that start? Yesterday was the first day. This wow. is brand new. Do what, did we have a winner yesterday? Did yeah, we know the stats yeah. from yesterday? What, I'll, what we'll look it up now. I'll get that for All you right. when we come, come back. Come on, we're going to have that. I'm You're watching, Padre Social Hour. Let's come on the show. <laughs>
We're talking Padres all season long. This is Padres Social Hour, coming to you from the AMR studio inside the team store. It's a beautiful night here in San Diego, and hopefully we'll continue to see that in the result of tonight's game as the Padres and Mariners kick off at 6-10. Until then, welcome back to the AMR studio. And uh, we found uh, it was a great night for the winner last night of the 50-50 raffle. I uh, went back to the Padres account. Daniel Fenwick, they tweeted out a photo of him with his giant check. I think I'd be more excited about the check than the oh, money. I've always no wanted a giant check. Uh, he won $2,768.50. That amount was also donated the other 50 of the 50-50 uh, to the Padres Foundation. So over $5,500 last night Yeah, the, on the first night. Can you imagine one of us doing that? And winning. <laughs> Doing what? <laughs> the conspiracy oh, theories that would amount? Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, if well, you bought a raffle I, and you... I'm not allowed to. All, then, uh, then it's 100-0. It yeah, all goes to the Padres. I, I don't think we qualify. <laughs> I don't think we qualify. I'm going to go buy two tickets right now. Yeah, and, if you ask, and if you ask why that guy's not on the show, it's because when you get that kind of money, you don't have time for us anymore anyway. It's like, oh, Janelle wants to talk it. to you. He's like, I'm I taking my it. big check yeah. and I'm going home. That'd be uh, great. You, I can see you holding that check. I want a big check so badly. It's always been one of those things. Publisher's Clearinghouse or whatever. It's been a dream since I've been a Make you one and a pancake. Oh, thank yep. you. I'm still hey. waiting for my pancake. Yeah. Don't make promises. Maybe that's going to be the one. <laughs> uh, also tweeting us uh, during the break, uh, Joey Smith at Mac Miller. Joey, why is the guy with the hat so rude? <laughs> Which one of you is he talking well, about? I, 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 know I, I know who it is. I know who it is. I, what? I know who it's You rude. think I'm the rude one oh, between the easily, two of us? Easily. Joey, you'll have to specify. So, uh, off, off the air, I might be a little bit ruder than you, but I mean, on the air. <laughs> he's a professional. When the lights come on, Randy is nice and yeah, he's very nice and well and I'm comported. The rude guy. Um, really all right, nice. let's get to tonight's lineup, and it's brought to you by United Airlines, proud partner of the San Diego Padres. Save you some time. It's the same exact lineup as last night. Uh, John Jay, Will Myers, Matt Kemp, Young Harris, Alarte at third. Then it's Upton, Norris, Ramirez, Rosales at second, and Colin Ray is pitching. Back after that 10-day uh, stop in El Paso, he threw one inning down there, the one start. That was by design. They're trying to limit his innings and, and his workload. So now he's back. That takes us to the Supercuts head-to-head challenge. And yesterday, Blooper with another win. Ooh. He had Will Myers against Matt Kemp, who had a good night, two for five, a ribby, a run. But Blooper's now up by 10 points wow, this year. That's terrible. The largest gap between Blooper and the couch so far but you know what I think? I think it's going to end tonight because Brady has been a bad out of hell lately. Started 0-4, right, but he's won three in a row, his last three appearances. Good job. So he's yeah, got a chance. Back. He's got a chance to get to 500 It's not a sprint. Today. It's a marathon. That's right. 162 That's right. games. That's exactly it. sleeping, and I'm coming to get him. The bad news is Blooper has the first pick today, so Brady will have to resort to maybe a plan B or a plan A if Blooper uh, picks someone that he wasn't planning on. So, Blooper, who you got? I'm going to go to who I picked yesterday, Will Myers, sticking with him. Awesome. Going back to awesome. back. Awesome. You're going down. Alexi Ramirez is going to crush him. Go, you're going with Ramirez. Yeah. He's going with he's it again. He's got three two nights jacks in, in the last week, two last night. You kidding me? I like he's that. The guy. What, do you, what do you think of those picks? I'm not picking. What do you? What, you're not picking either I, of the picks? I, they're all, both, at all both great picks. Both great picks. I hope they both go four for four. Mine's better. <laughs> what do you expect out of Colin Ray tonight after a little bit of a reprieve you down know, the minors? About six innings. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I would pick it on him earlier. I'd say, hey, why don't you just get, come on up, just go nine. You know, why not? You know, why not? I thought that'd be pretty cool, you know, but I think overall, you know, it's, it's a work in progress, but I really like what I've seen from Colin Ray. I know they're trying to limit it innings, and I understand that. And, and just cause I was, I was talking to Vargas today a little bit, too, yeah. about the extra innings starting, you know, a little tenderness in the elbow. And 
Um, you know, they announced I, I understand a, a little tendonitis. Strained elbow flexor, yeah. uh, no tendon damage, but uh, three weeks they're shutting down Vargas and yeah. then reevaluating him after that. Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, strained flexor, whatever. But you got a little tendonitis, in my opinion. That's just what it is. You got a little irritation here. And it's going to take two or three weeks for that to go away. And I understand that. So you shut him down and he'll be fine. But, you know, just like being a starter, you got that arm's got to build that endurance. And that's exactly what he's doing. And Colin Ray, I like what they're doing the same way. I just, you know, I, I like what I've seen, you know, he just really powerful in the strike zone last time he was out there. Mm-hmm. And then I, I thought he got a little bit tired and in, 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 in at the end, you know, kind of cost himself a W, I thought. But I think overall, when I really like what I'm seeing from this young man and the intensity's there, so uh, yeah. I, I'm looking for good things. Yeah, he's had essentially a 10-day break, so hopefully that arm is rested, and nine would be, would be very nice tonight. We'll see if he can do it. At Supercuts, they pay attention to every detail, the cut, the lines, the hot towel finish, so you can feel sharp, clean, and ready to go. Find the Supercuts near you at Supercuts.com. We're back to wrap things up. This is Padres Social Hour. Get ready for every Padres game with us. Coming to you from inside the team store at Petco Park, this is Padres Social Hour. Thanks for joining us this evening. Tomorrow we're back at 6 o'clock with Bob Scanlon and Jordan Carruth, so make sure to tune in then. Uh, last segment we had a Joey Smith tweet in that the guy in the hat was so rude, we didn't know who it was he was yeah. referring to. He's now clarified, so thanks for tweeting back in, Joey. Thank you. Yep. Hey, Joey. Brown hat. Joey. Hey. Well, I, I do that. That's a given. Sorry, buddy. Uh, come great. on. I'm hey, generally a pretty nice person. I don't gen- generally, yeah. No, yeah, we like having you around. Just having a little fun. Strictly uh, shout out, by the way, to Alex Dickerson down at AAA El Paso. I had his hitting streak snap last night. 29 games straight he had a hit in. That's pretty good. For him. Wow. And the longest in pro ball this year, although Red Sox keep churning out multi-20 yeah. games. And what did Skipper say to him last night? Start another one. There you go. There you it's go. back to one. Next one out. Uh, Randy, I know you love uh, the, the national fill-in-the-blank day every time you come by. Today is a national leave-the-office-early day. So how about you get on out of here? We give you a few seconds That's to get ahead. That's a great idea. Let's do it, man. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Brady. Thank you, Randy. Blooper, great job. And thank you for joining us. We'll catch you tomorrow. This was Padres Social Hour.